Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani live from New York City, the capital of the world. And we're on 77 WABC and you should be on the 77 WABC app so you can hear us all over the world. Make sure you download the 77WABC app to listen and stay informed everywhere you go. And it's really critical now because you don't get informed of everything if you just pay attention to the major news networks, the mainstream news, the establishment news. It's uh, news by censorship. Iron curtain of censorship put up by the Biden administration, big tech and the big uh, networks. They tell you what they want you to hear, you know, things like, Inflation is good for you. We never knew that before. We never knew that prices are going up higher and higher and higher. And money being devalued because we print so much of it and going down in value more and more and more. It's really good for you because, well, you might not be able to buy food. And uh, you'll lose a tremendous amount of weight. Hopefully you won't die, but, you know, as Cuomo said and Murphy, I mean, old people have to die. And these are the things that, I mean, they want, they, they have sort of made logic stand on its head. It's better when you withdraw from a place where you have many, many enemies that you remove the soldiers that protect the civilians first. This way, you can give the terrorists a maximum opportunity to kill the civilians. And that, um, little Red Lionhood and uh, our ingenious president uh, said was a great rescue. Because they brought out all of these Afghan people, none of whom were vetted. And it could be half of them are uh, have COVID and 20% of them are terrorists. We have no idea. We just put them on airplanes and took them out. But the people we owed, including Americans, we dishonorably left behind. Which is one of the reasons that Putin is testing Biden. If you go to Rudy's uh, CommonSense.com and get my alert for today, you'll see my analysis of what Putin is up to. Because it goes deeper than just what you see now. Yes, it's a test of an exceedingly weak president. He's already gotten his answer. Putin has the answer that he's looking for. So what he does now is going to be the interesting part. Was this, from the very beginning, a test of Biden? Let him show his hand for when they really want to play poker with him, he and Z, because this gives them the measure of a man they've both had a chance to listen to, to talk to, to see, And I can't imagine they came to any different conclusion than I have, uh, and that is that he's not working with all his marbles and that he's a very tentative and weak man. Uh, That would be based on just listening to him, and it would be based on his uh, totally, totally incompetent uh, action in Afghanistan where he got Americans killed that didn't have to be killed, Uh, his – giving away the objection to the pipeline to Germany that uh, could have been used for leverage at least. We just gave it away to Russia. 
I don't know, for goodwill. Uh, you know, Putin looks at that and says, schmuck, you know. Now I got that one. He's, he's as dopey as uh, Obama. Obama wanted to reset things and uh, told me, you know, after the election, I'll go a lot easier on you. And they were all angry at Trump for colluding with me when they're the guys that were colluding with me. And by the way, it's uh, Biden's that we gave the money to. Boy, he must think we're really screwed up. But then he talks to this guy, and he's got to have an impression of him the way we do, right? Or the 55, 56 of the American people think he's mentally uh, uh, challenged, impaired. Well, come on. He's, he's got a dementia. You know it. If I've been to a nursing home, you know it. So they're testing him. And here's when they got the answer. I don't know what happened during the conversation because they're not really putting out a, uh, anything on it, which I've got to tell you it's horrible. Because if he did a good job, you know they'd put it out. You know, they'd, I mean, if he had really stood Putin down and really let him have it, I mean, this probably was as big an ass, you know what, as uh, the one with Z. Well, Z, I think even more because Z, he, you know, Z has paid him a lot, of, a lot more money than Putin. I mean, Z owns him lock, stock, and barrel. Putin owns him, yeah, you know, owns him. They gave a lot of money to Hunter, too, and I'm sure they got all the hard drives and pictures and... Uh, you got these pictures, you got Joe by the short hairs. And they both do. So his performance, I'm sure, was pathetic. I wonder if Putin got to see, I'll have to take a better look at it, that he needed, what was it, four to six people to help him. Because Putin was all by himself. So that's, you know, that's a strong man with an intact, intact intellect and a sharp one. <laughs> Maybe a killer, a real killer. He had a real job, head of the KGB. Joe's never had a job since uh, he was a sleazy 29-year-old senator from Delaware who was taking little grifter money with his brother James and Frank. You know, all those all those uh, little petty scandals of uh, uh, lobbying. That's kind of the broken windows theory. You, you let him get away with those little grifter things back in Delaware, then... Then he gets uh, the kid who turns out to be a drug addict a job with a big, big bank where he gets paid in, you know, in six figures right out of law school and doesn't show up for work most of the time. And, and Joe is on the floor of the Senate and he got the nickname Mr. MSNB or whatever the name of the bank was because he just lobbied for the bank. So this is what we got. Uh, put politics aside, and this was a really terrible weekend for what happened to the middle of our country. Five or six states affected. Kentucky really hit very, very hard. And when you looked at those pictures, my goodness, you realize what a tornado can do. And um, I hope the federal government is organizing the effort properly for them. I mean, the incompetence of Biden doesn't have to reach down to the People who work on this kind of thing, they're really good people. They know what they're doing. There are search and rescue teams all over the country. I remember when Kentucky, uh, uh, not rather than Kentucky, Oklahoma, had the uh, had the bombing. We immediately sent our search and rescue team, our vaunted, really great search and rescue team there. They became the principal search and rescue team. And Governor Keating came up to New York, had a ceremony, and gave them all medals. But that's what we do in America. We, You know, there will be people there. People who really know what they're doing from from California and from New York and from Texas and because Kentucky looks like it's the epicenter of it. Although I um, had a map with me yesterday for the Un- Uncovering the Truth show and 
It's got a pretty wide reach, both east, west, north, and south. I mean, it did a lot of damage. And it's uh, similar to hurricanes. I mean, I think it's worse than a hurricane in terms of the way it takes a house completely down. But similar to hurricanes, and I, I remember going to take a look at the aftermath of a tornado, I believe it was in Kansas, when I was running for president. I spent a day there with the governor, and you would see one side of the block, all the houses are down, and right across the street, all the houses look like, you know, per- perfect. I mean, it's surgical in the way it does it, but it's it, 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 it devast- devastating. And Kentucky, you know, Kentucky has a lot of challenges anyway with um, major opioid challenge and major challenge because of uh, on-again, off-again coal. You know, thanks to Biden, there are a lot of people in Kentucky out of work that were working a year ago because Trump reignited us uh, and made us energy independent. We're now energy dependent. Which again is a sign to 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 um, Putin of how weak we are. And he's got to say to himself, "How stupid are you? You're being challenged by China. You're being challenged by Iran. You're being uh, played again by uh, uh, North Korea." So why don't I get in the ball game too? You seem like a little weakling. I can push around like your predecessor. He he, he brought me into the Middle East and had shut me out of there for. 27 years. I like these Democrat administrations. They help Russia. So I would say his, he got his answer. So you want to know how he got his answer? So Biden made a certain little innuendo, I would call them sissy boy threats, like, uh, there'll be serious consequences if you were to invade. There'll be serious consequences. You know, when somebody says they're going to be serious consequences, it doesn't tell me what they're going to be. And the guy's got a record of being kind of a pussy. You sort of say to yourself, come on, Joe. Jesus. That was too much for the, uh, for the puppeteers who run them. Because the next day they put out a correction. That is the dumbest thing you can do. Not as dumb as taking the troops out before the civilians, but, or, or giving him the pipeline and getting nothing in return. But, he might as well not have even had the press, uh, the, the, the conversation. You might have just just sent him a note saying, don't worry, uh, don't worry, Vladimir, we'll roll over for you. He said, we're not going to ever use troops. Well, I, I don't know if he should use troops or not. I'm not a big fan of definitely using troops. But I leave that open. Huh, maybe you get him to think about it a little. Would you like to read about Ronald Reagan, how he won the Cold War? The guy you oppose constantly because his gate said you were wrong about everything? Joe, I know you for 35 years. I know people don't believe this. I know how stupid you are. But you know, people's lives are in your hands now. I don't know if that decision is because you were the dumbest guy in your law school class or you're now out of it and you're surrounded by a bunch of lefties that might as well be working for Russia and China. Why would you tell them we're not going to use troops? Why not fake him a little? He's doing a great job of faking you. Do you know if he's actually going to use those 70,000 troops there? Or did he put him there so he could get that answer that he wants? And it wasn't just for him. It was for his pal, Z, who's got designs on attacking 
on attacking uh, Taiwan. If you're not going to defend Ukraine, pretty good chance you're not going to defend Taiwan either. You don't have a treaty obligation to do it. The real test is, suppose they decided to hit Lithuania or or Latvia or uh, is it worth American boys going to fight for Latvia or Lithuania, boys and girls? Except for the fact that we have a solemn treaty obligation, huh? And maybe, and maybe, uh, uh, not a bad idea to stop your enemy before they uh, get too strong and too big. Gee, that sounds like a lesson of history, doesn't it, Dopey? How did you vote for him? You know why? For those of you who did, and I hope you realize it, because you were fooled, you were brainwashed. You were brainwashed by the, uh, <laughs> I like Chris Wallace. I enjoyed being interviewed by him. I think he's one of the tougher interviewers because he's one of the few that listens to the, to the answer and doesn't let you get away with, you know, not answering the question. Or at least he repeats it several times so it's obvious to the, to the, to the listener that you're evading it. Uh, which, you know, is all you can really do. <laughs> we don't do torture to get an answer, but that's a very effective technique that only good lawyers really use. And I have to give it to him. He's a very, very good questioner. But he's clearly biased and prejudiced and very, very much a part of – I mean he, he is basically – if the Washington establishment uh, believes it, Chris believes it. And uh, he, can't see, he can't see beyond uh, the Beltway. And he wants to be popular there and he uh, and he – he just thinks what they think, and they all exchange their ideas at uh, at cocktail parties. And Trump, you know, Trump was bombastic and dumb and dangerous and and crooked and uh, colluding with Russia. How long did they do that one and couldn't see through that one? Largely because they're. And I'm not saying that they're, uh, all, they're not all crooked. I mean, they, they go along with the game because that gets you to the cocktail parties and. I remember, uh, I remember, uh, um, Jeb Bush telling me that there was somebody he wouldn't support because the guy would be president basically to please, uh, the Washington establishment and not uh, use his own intellect and his own intelligence to figure out what's right for America. There are a lot of people like that. Um, but Chris belongs better on a, on a, a place like CNN that, you know, clearly, uh, en- engages in, in brainwashing and uh, and propaganda, and not anything approaching news, because he's he's basically just one point of view all the time. When we get back, call me on the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation hotline at one eight hundred eight four eight WABC one eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. America's heroes need your help. Donate eleven dollars a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at t two t dot org. Now. As we head into a new year, we're confronted by a new revelation. COVID is not going away. It's one thing for Dr. Fauci to say it, but quite another when business leaders do. A recent survey from the Business Roundtable revealed that CEOs believe we're in a permanent war with COVID and expect more economic uncertainty ahead. Before the new Omicron, um, um, Omicron variant even emerged, executives across healthcare, manufacturing, and logistics issued warnings about price spikes, labor market challenges, and a new phase of the unknown. If this isn't 
call to arms to protect your portfolio. What is? And everyone knows that physical gold is the choice of savvy investors. Monetary Gold is offering a free protection guide and a gold credit of up to $5,000 for the first 25 callers who qualify. Call 1-888-204-2141. COVID is not going away, but you might retirement may. Call 1-888-204-2141 for your free protection guide and to qualify for a gold credit. Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back again with you on 77 WABC. And uh, let's uh, let's talk for a moment about um, about this citizens are going to have their votes discounted by non-citizens. And where in the world does the New York City Council get the right to allow non-citizens to vote? The Constitution of the State of New York sets out the qualifications for voters. Let's take two of them. You must be a citizen and you must be 18 years old. So doesn't that seem like it's unconstitutional to let someone who's not a citizen vote just as much as it would be unconstitutional to let a 12-year-old vote? You should know that in one of the states that uh, where there were very serious election uh, fraud, um, something like 63,000 people under the age of 18 voted. Uh, of course, they can't vote. But. You know, Democrats will do anything they can uh, to try to steal votes because they know, particularly now when they look at the polls, they're going to get shellacked on the 22nd. They've got to up their cheating, you know, to even a new level. So here's their argument. And tell me this isn't um, insulting, stupid, and just an excuse to cheat. Their argument is... Since the Constitution doesn't say that uh, that non-citizens can't vote, it just says that you need to be a citizen to vote, then it's okay. So just because the Constitution says that you have to be 18 to vote, it's okay if you're three and you vote, because it doesn't say that three-year-olds can't vote. Well, let's try it another way, idiots. The Constitution says you have to be 35 years old to be president. But it doesn't say that you can't be president if you're 12. So you can be president. In other words, the Constitution doesn't mean what it says. This is... uh, Is there anybody that buys that? I mean, this, this could only be the product of a school system that teaches you not to think. I don't, I don't, I don't care about reading or writing. or I mean, It teaches you not to think. One more time. The Constitution of New York says you must be a citizen to vote. They want to let non-citizens vote. Why doesn't that violate the Constitution? Because the Constitution doesn't say... Citizens can't vote. But it also says you have to be 18 to vote. 
And if they're right, they could allow 12-year-olds to vote because the Constitution doesn't say the 12-year-olds can't vote. Well, Congress could allow six-year-olds to be president because it says you must be 35 when you're president, but it doesn't say you can't be six. This is ridiculous. This is an insult. And they get away with it because they brainwashed you. If you buy that argument, any of you, please, please, I don't know, go back to school. Read a book on logic. Oh, go talk to a psychiatrist. Get some kind of a brain enema or something. I don't know. I mean, if, if we can't communicate and the words mean roughly the same thing, then we're, we're finished. And if we allow people who are not citizens of the United States to vote, in addition to the fact that it's unconstitutional, we lose America. Because as Abraham Lincoln said, we're not a country that's based on the same ethnic background, the same nationality, the same race, the same religion. We've been a country of immigrants, right? A country like that can fracture very, very easily. But the great Abraham Lincoln said, we're held together by something stronger than that. We're held together by common beliefs. And the best American is not the one who's here the longest. It's the one who understands and adheres to those beliefs the most. So we're a, we're, we're a country that has a, a set of common uh, ideas that we all agree to. Well, you've got to know those ideas to agree to them. You've got to know what they are. You just can't come here saying, oh, I'm going to get welfare. I'm going to get health care. Biden, oh, Biden's coming in. We're all going to march up like we like uh, like they did. And 1.8 million came in and then another million came in that we didn't know about just since that idiot's been in office. But what do they know about being an American? How are they Americans? You've got to study. You've got to learn the ideas. And then you have to agree to them. And that makes you an American. We're going to lose this country. And they are trying so hard to destroy it. This is, I mean, this is beyond anything I ever thought was possible. I don't know if you realize how destructive what this city council of Basic left-wing nincompoops did. The holidays are here. The time of year uh, we pause, reflect, and realize how blessed we are. It's also the time to help make a difference. 77 WABC is teaming with Cohen Children's Medical Center, a proud partner of Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, for our third annual holiday radiothon for the kids, Friday, December 17th. All the money raised stays right here, benefiting the children and their families of our community. This year, give the gift that has meaning. Money raised will be used to improve life-saving care and equipment, pediatric research, child life services, and more. Download the 77WABC app and listen to hear more about how you can help Friday, December 17th. But you don't have to wait. Text HERO to 51555 and donate today. 
Join Cohen Children's Medical Center and 77 WABC in making a difference for the holidays. Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back again on 77 WABC at the end of the show. In the final uh, thoughts that I give, the mayor's final thoughts, I'm going to talk to you about how I think recommendation, that's purely all we should ever do. I'm not a doctor and neither is the president, but my views on it are better than his because I'm smarter than he is and uh, and aware. You know, I kind of remember the Pledge of Allegiance and stuff like that. So I'm going to give you my views on it and also some helpful ideas about what to do okay so this is after having done a whole group of interviews uh the most prominent of which is with dr reich which is right now on rudy's commonsense.com it's entitled esteemed doctor tells the truth about the science surrounding COVID." he's a doctor at the yale medical center so let's not you know let's not use yale when we want to but ignore yale when we don't want to listen to what Dr. Reich, who has so many awards and so many distinctions, hard to ignore him unless you're part of the um, you're part of the Fauci conspiracy. Yep. So, you know, I just started reading RFK Jr.'s book about Fauci. RFK Jr.'s book about the whole situation with Fauci, who comes at it from a point of view of someone who was very impressed with Fauci uh, as being, you know, being as as RFK obviously is a, a, a both a, a Democrat, a liberal. I I don't know if he's a progressive or not. I don't know enough about the rest of his political viewpoint. I, I basically know him mostly from Riverkeeper and the work he did for the Hudson River, uh, but. I will tell you this, having done about a quarter of the book, it's a surprise. I'd read it. Particularly if I'm a Democrat, I'd read it. If I'm a Republican, I'd read it too. I mean, at least you get an idea that there are still people left on both sides of the aisle that can think for themselves. Very impressive. Uh, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation is making the holidays brighter for our nation's gold star and fallen first responder families with young children and catastrophically injured veterans and first responders. For many of these families, the holidays are a tough reminder of the sacrifice their hero made for us. The foundation is giving away at least a home a day from Thanksgiving through New Year's during its season of hope. With each mortgage-free home, the foundation is delivering on its promise to do good and never forget. For some of these families, they have the comfort of knowing they can stay in the home that they picked with their loved one, the home where they made precious holiday memories. For families in a new home, they're creating memories they'll cherish forever. All of this is possible because of your generosity. Support America's greatest heroes and their families. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. So let's see what we have. Let's look at, let's say, let's go to Peter in New Jersey. Hey, Mr. Mayor. How are you doing? How are you, Peter? Good, good. Always a pleasure. Say, CNN is making a big mistake hiring Chris Wallace. 
they're never going to get ratings that way. They should get uh, higher Bill de Blasio. Everybody's looking for something stupid to be said. <laughs> <laughs> they got to try something, right? Now, he was yeah, the lowest... He was the lowest rated Sunday talk show. You know that. Uh, so, I think the Cartoon uh, Network has a better rating than they do. That, well, no, Fox is, you know, every, every Fox show beats the living daylights out of everybody, right? Except him. And this has been going on for three or four years. So they were hanging on to him as a token. He, he had no ratings, you know, three, four years ago. All the other talk shows. I think uh, Maria Bartiromo on the business uh, channel gets a bigger gets a bigger audience than he does. So this was no big loss for, for Fox. And you'll see the ratings. If they put a, a Brett Bear or somebody else else in that spot, uh, those numbers will go way up and they'll just trounce all the rest of the shows. I mean, when, uh, Fox has 17 of the 20 top-rated cable news shows. I don't, know, the only, I don't know how they're missing three, but uh, CNN... I think you some, sometimes you walk around an apartment building in New York and talk to more people than CNN. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to George in Manhattan. Hey, Mr. Mayor, uh, Fox News didn't didn't fire Chris Wallach. The viewers fired Chris Wallach. Chris Wallach should have got fired right after that debate with President Trump and uh, and the creature in the White House that we have right now. Now, I want to make one more quick point, please, if I may. You can, George. That's uh, why you're on. Yeah, Chris Hahn has a show on 77 WABC with, with Curtis Sleva, right? Yeah. Okay, he had said that Ashley Babbitt was a domestic terrorist and she deserved to be killed. Who, now, that, who, who said that, Hahn? Hahn, yeah. What did he, no. he base that on? Okay, okay, let's let just finish, please. Now, 77 WABC should have got fired him right off the bat. They should escort him from the building before the show was ended, just for that. Well, and, I didn't yeah, know that. When did, when, when did he say that? He said that not even uh, maybe a couple, two weeks ago, right after he started the show with, uh, with uh, Curtis Leva. And that's the reason I start. I don't, I'm not listening to Curtis. I, I like Curtis, but Curtis was sitting... He was with him, and he didn't push back. He didn't say a word. He just stayed there and listened to his crap all all. Well, I mean, I know I, I've looked into the Ashley Babbitt case very, very uh, intensely, maybe not as much. as I mean, I'm going to tell you, I first uh, saw that tape uh, maybe 20 minutes after it happened. One of, one of uh, our people brought it to me in the hotel I was staying at working for the president. And I looked at it, and then I had uh, three detectives look at it with me a second time. I'm talking about the one that the uh, Antifa guy made, Sullivan. And uh, their their conclusion was the same as mine. I mean, these, I've done some homicide cases. They did a lot. They said that the shooting was, in the words of the New York City detectives, fugazi. In other words, it was a screwed-up shooting. That this, They thought for sure the cop was going to get in a lot of trouble. Uh, I never heard of uh, 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 an unarmed woman being shot, dead, with cops there to help him. She made did nothing to threaten him, and he shoots her dead. And we don't even we couldn't even find out who he was, and they've never put out a report. And I mean, there's something seriously wrong. 
Uh, that that uh, lady, uh, there's no evidence to suggest that that woman was a white supremacist, a terrorist. She served this country uh, in the military. As far as I'm concerned, she's a patriot for having done that. We don't even know she was in the building illegally. There were people who came in and stormed in, and there were people who followed others or were invited in. We didn't see her break anything. We didn't see her harm anything. She didn't have a weapon. And and where's the proof? If she if she was a domestic terrorist of some kind, you don't think that these creeps who are trying to make it into worse than September 11 wouldn't bring it out? They can't come up with somebody who's a domestic terrorist. They haven't charged domestic terrorism. They haven't even charged insurrection. They just bull. You know what about insurrection? Best they've been able to do is criminal trespass. This was the most exaggerated, crazy, hysterical situation designed to hurt Trump. That was the whole purpose of it. It is quite obvious that that's what it was. But to say that a woman who died unnecessarily is a domestic terrorist when you have no proof of it. If that's what he did, he's a pretty awful person. He should go, he should go down in front of the station and, and um, he should do penance for an entire day, just lay there, prostate, you know, like they used to do in the Middle Ages. The way uh, Henry II had to do after he possibly killed Beckett. Remember? I don't know if you ever saw the play. After after Beckett dies, he's got to be whipped like 50 times, something like that. I don't know if he should be whipped, but I think he should have to wear like a sign, I apologize or something. Ah, come on. The left wing gets away with murder. Can you imagine if a, if a, if a right winger made that same mistake? It's, it's, disgu- it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Let's go to Joel in Israel. Mr. Mayor. Hello, Joe. How are you? I'm good, Mr. Mayor, but it's hard to stay optimistic and... Uh, I know. Keep the faith. Well, you do it, though. What's Mr. going Mayor, on? Uh, what would you like to point out? Well, I just wanted to... You did such a wonderful episode on your podcast, episode 148, a few months ago, back in June, about how the CCP is rewriting the Bible. Yeah. And Mike Pompeo did it. Mike Pompeo did a great talk on it, too, and I just want to remind the listeners that these CCP communists go so far to write a false narrative that they'll even fall, write a false narrative about something so sacred. Nothing is can be put past them, and Joe Biden won't even stand up to that. So I'd like to invite your listeners to Google CCP rewrites the Bible and also to Google Hunter Biden and China Hustle so they can read about what I tried to do. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Well, Mayor. Th- thank you, Joe. I mean, that's, that's a really good point there, rewriting the Bible. I did do that podcast some time back because it just struck me that this is endemic of what's going on. I mean, it, uh, it, 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 we were just talking about January 6th. I am not defending the people who trespassed. I'm not defending the people who caused a ruckus in uh, in Congress that day. I think they should be punished. I do not think they should be held in solitary confinement for 10 months. I think that is obscene. I think that's anti-American. And I think the people who, who tolerate it have given away being Americans. 
whether they're right or left. We wouldn't we wouldn't do this for terrorists without a public explanation for why they're being held that way. What's gone wrong with us? Do we see that we're moving toward fascism? Mandates, dictates. Every 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 one of these mandates is going to be declared unconstitutional. I don't know if anybody bothers to read opinions, but I mean, so far, every every one of Biden's mandates has been enjoined. What that means is that three, four, five different federal judges separately have found that there is a likelihood of success that the mandate will be declared either illegal or unconstitutional. It's pretty darn easy to see why. I mean, uh, you don't have to be a lawyer. You just have to be able to read and have the ability to separate yourself from the propaganda. This, this, um, this COVID thing became a great excuse for those people who want us to be a Marxist country to make a giant step in that direction. And they took it. From the moment they closed down the churches to the time in which now they're reviving the mass that they took away. When a 94% of the people who died from COVID had other comorbidities and the vast, vast, vast majority were in their 70s and 80s. I don't know if anyone has yet died of Omicron, I think one has in Europe, but we don't know what kind of comorbidities that person had. One out of all the thousands and thousands and thousands who have it, and we're going into a, we're going into some kind of an, this has become a way in which the now uh, almost totally socialist Democrat party can exercise the tools that socialists exercise. At the beginning of this pandemic, one of the things I told you was that these people who are progressives have a tendency uh, uh, to being authoritarians. It goes together because they're trying to convince you of things that are illogical and are against human nature. The whole concept of communism and socialism defies human nature and logic that people would work very, very hard, but then uh, be perfectly content and really happy to get paid the same amount of money who people who are, who are with people who are lazy bums and stay home and drink all day. That defies human nature. It defies, it defines the way the higher levels of animals act. So when you are trying to enforce a rule for your benefit that defies human nature, you have to use violence to do it. You have to use force to do it. It's why socialism always resolves itself in dictatorship. Please just don't listen to the propagandists. Read, think, study. Be an inquiring mind. Do you want to be a hero for the holidays? How about getting your loved one a new iPhone? That's right. Pure Talk has iPhone 12 starting at just 479 
through the end of the year, and yes, they have the 13th too, switch to Pure Talk. Get great nationwide 5G coverage just the same as everyone else, but the average family saves over $800 a year. There's no need to overpay Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. Plus, with Pure Talk's 30-day risk-free guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data is just $30 a month. And like I said, the iPhone 12, just $4.79 this month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan and phone that's right for you. Use their savings calculator to see exactly how much your family will save. Just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code WABC and save an additional 50% off your first month and save on a new phone. That's puretalk.com, promo code WABC. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. I'm Rudy Giuliani, and with common sense, we'll uncover the truth and get to a solution on Talk Radio 77 WABC. As we head into a new year, we're confronted on a by a new revelation. This COVID is just, I mean, it's become endemic, hasn't it? A recent survey from the Business Roundtable revealed that CEOs believe we're in a permanent war with COVID and expect more economic uncertainty that lies ahead. Before the Omicron variant even emerged, executives across healthcare, manufacturing, and logistics issued warnings like labor market challenges, price spikes, and a new phase of the unknown. If this isn't a call to arms to protect your portfolio, I don't know what is. And everyone knows that physical gold is the choice of intelligent investors. Monetary gold is offering a free protection guide and a gold credit of up to $5,000 for the first 25 callers who qualify. Call 1-888-204-2141. COVID is not going away, but your retirement may. Call one 204 2141 for your free protection guide and to qualify for a gold credit. You know, I don't know if you guys love animals. I do. I even enjoy looking on Instagram at those little animal things, you know, where the dogs come out and the cats and cats seem to win those about four out of five. So the dogs don't fight back. I mean, they get scratched and I don't know. But in any event, they're very, very cute. And some of them are quite dramatic. So um, give a thought to Delta Rescue. You know, when I went there a couple months ago and uh, uh, met with my friend Leo, I spent a whole day there with the dogs and the cats and the horses. And it's really fabulous. It's fabulous to see how they're taken care of. These these um, these dogs and cats and, 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 and horses were just let go to die. In fact, many of them are like born uh, in the in the wilderness and never thought they'd have a chance. And Leo rescued them and brought them into Delta Rescue, and they now have uh, kind of have a little house of their own, and all the dogs do, and the cats have like a big house, a couple of big houses of their own, which I hesitate to call cat houses. And um, there are about fifteen hundred of them rescued dogs, cats, and horses. And there's a hospital there, operates even on Christmas. 
I'd like you to help them by going to DeltaRescue.org slash Rudy and pressing the green donate button. Give us as much as your heart tells you to. That's DeltaRescue.org slash Rudy. Now for my final thoughts. You know, this, this vaccine thing is really splitting America really, really deeply. And it's, it's bringing out a division between us, isn't it? And uh, almost everything seems to come down to this. And then the question is, what's the role of government and what's the role of the individual? And particularly, what's the role of the federal government? Um, is it all-powerful? Is it um, the final determinant of everything? Can it decide everything? Well, the scheme of government we were given by our founding fathers, who the left wing loved to attack because they want us to become socialist and reject the wisdom of the founding fathers, was that a power had to be contained. It had to be contained by what we call checks and balances. This is how we avoid a George III or a Napoleon or a Putin or a Z or a Biden. Whenever, whenever uh, you hear that Biden is mandating or dictating, there are times very rarely when that is necessary by a president, but very rarely when you hear the word mandating and dictating, say to yourself, those words belong in the dictatorship, not in a democracy. Here are the words that belong in a democracy, persuading, arguing, debating, even convincing, rational argument. Uh, yes, you got a good point. No, you don't have a good point. The executive in a government that is built on a democratic republic model where the rights of people are paramount, where individuals are more important than government, where people are more important than government. Executives in, 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 in governments like that with respect for human rights and human life do not have great power. Their power is all derived from what the people give them. And if they don't have a specific power, they can't invent one. And most of their power has to come from legislation that is passed by the Congress or the state legislature. So they can't, there's no legislation about mandating you to wear a mask. Nowhere, no Congress has passed any such law. No state legislature has passed any such law. We've got Democratic governors and a Democratic president acting like dictators. Now, in the most severe emergency, this might be allowed. But despite their exaggerations, despite all their unbelievable propaganda this is not an emergency it's not even close to an emergency to require children to wear masks in Chicago more kills, kids get shot than die from COVID way more this is now almost a predictable illness as I said, nine, was it 94 or 96% of the people who died were 
had serious comorbidities? If you're 40 years old and you're in good health, one of the last things you're going to die of is COVID. And you've got to walk around wearing a mask when you don't want to. They're not even sure it helps. I'm going to tell you, for children, it's obscene to require them to wear masks. To have kids five and six and seven years old wearing masks when they don't change the mask, where they sniffle, where they can't smile, where they can't have normal interchange. Take a look at the statistics for suicide two, three times last year than normal. Take a look at the depression. Take a look at the people who died of cancer that wasn't treated on time because people did what this moron who's the governor of New York did and did away with elective surgery. What is she, the doctor-in-chief? She wasn't even elected. Most of the time she ran, she lost. We can see why now. Think for yourself, please, please, please. Don't become part of the collective mess. God bless America. Remember.